Hello, and welcome to the show Gold Squadron Gays. It's the podcast where two Star Wars-loving gays break down each episode of their favorite Star Wars TV shows, while also being gay as hell. I'm your host, Bradley Brower. I'm your other host, Charles Rogers. Just just make the joke, Bradley. Just, just make the joke on air that you've been tormenting me with for the past 15 minutes. And today we're going to be making some choices. There fucking is. Oh my god. He opened the pre-meeting with that. He opened the pre-meeting with that. And listeners, I need you to understand, I just finished watching Dragon Age Absolution, so my emotions are like a taut bowstring at the moment. And Bradley's just like, you want to make some choices? And he then had to explain the joke to me. I was like, I fucking hate you. I can't do this right now. I can't do this, Bradley. This is bullying on the podcast. If you're just joining us, we are filling what is hopefully the only time between Andor and the Bad Batch uh, by just doing a couple of little discussions on the Tales of the Jedi episode. So we did the first two and and now we're on three. Um, So that's what we are doing. Bradley, you want to... You want to take us into uh, Tales of the Jedi episode three? Yes. And if you didn't already know, we're talking about the episode titled Choices, where yeah, the they Jedi fucking Knight... got that, Bradley. <laughs> uh, this episode, the Jedi Knights investigate the mysterious death of one of their own. Uh, so, Charles, did you like this episode? I did. Um, I liked it better on the second viewing when I watched it again, because I watched it the first time and then I, I watched it again a little later on. And I liked it the second time. When I was focusing less on the mystery, because the first time I watched, I was like, oh, there's a mystery. Let's solve it. The episode isn't really about that. The episode is more about Dooku's fraying relationship with the Jedi Order and, you know, the way that he's drifting away from it. We know that in between this episode and the next episode, he will actually leave the Order. Uh, and that story is told in, in Dooku Jedi Lost. But this one, they use Mace Windu in this episode as a really good parallel. And it's meant to demonstrate, you know, the the way that Dooku and the Jedi are drifting apart. And we're also kind of seeing a little bit of like, again, reinforcing that people are not happy with the Republic. The Republic is extremely corrupt and bureaucratic. Uh, and Dooku sees these things and wants to change them. But I mean, definitely the weakest of the three Dooku episodes for me, but it was still a really strong episode. And I really liked it as a, as a nice little mystery short. What about you, Bradley? Did you like it? Um, I did. I I actually agree with you because I first viewing, I was like, what's the murder mystery, right? Like who's the killer or whatever the the story was supposed to be. It's like a detective story almost. And then second viewing, you're right. I was like, oh, I'm seeing more of like his disillusionment of the Republic and what that affects him in what ways. And like you see on one hand, you have him being like, "Mm, something's just not right here. Like we're doing wrong things. And even one of the characters calls the Jedi, like the Senate's lapdogs or something at one point. And he's like, Ooh, yeah, I guess you're right. And then you pair that with Mace Windu, who, I mean, he kind of suspects that he's being a goody two shoes for no reason. And then he's just like, Oh wait, did you know you were going to become a master this whole time? Like, you know, he kind of doesn't trust it. Yeah. (laughs) If, if the, there's one thing that this episode is really starting to hammer home it is the the disillusion of trust between dooku and the order you know right. because we know dooku will eventually i believe dooku eventually sits the council i am 99.9 percent sure that happens but i didn't double check it um but it's yeah it's that 
fraying of trust. And I think I mentioned before, I think it was a really good choice to have Mace Windu be the one he was paired up with because Mace Windu is so about the rules right. and he's like the perfect emblematic figure for what the Jedi are during this point in history. We think a lot about the Jedi as like in terms of the ones who like are operating against them or or not like normal Jedi, right? We think of like Anakin Skywalker, Qui-Gon Jinn, Dooku, Obi-Wan to a certain extent, but there are also some Jedi who are very, very like clear examples of what the Jedi of this time period were like and none more clear than Mace Windu. So I thought it was a nice, a nice team up between these two characters. Yeah, I think it also opens the door for if there is like a season two or something like maybe if we got some Mace Windu episodes, they would be kind of maybe the opposite of this. Maybe we would get to see a different side of Mace Windu, possibly maybe when he's younger, perhaps um, when he's not so strict on the rules or maybe he's always been that way. I don't know. Like, I think that would be a nice thing to show um, because we don't get too much of Mace Windu, you know, I mean, obviously he's in the prequels um, and then in the Clone Wars, but we don't get a lot of his character per se he's just very much you know kind of like a stickler <laughs> and then for the rules and we don't get to see different sides of him so i think it would be nice to maybe change it up if they did something else yeah he's got some some comics and stuff but with the, with the example of only a few of the clone wars episodes i can't really think of any mace windu focused stories mace windu would be an excellent yeah i think he'd be a good choice. choice to do three shorts on like because he got some stuff in legends which eh, i'm not gonna touch on some of it was really good some of it was kind of hmm, i'm not gonna go there uh but yeah other than a few few episodes that he features in in Clone Wars off the top of my head I can only think of like one shot comic issues and things that have focused and, on him and you know I think it would be great to open up his very first episode with him you know waking up the rain is pouring on his face and his arm is gone and it actually or don't oh no his hands are gone right he cuts off his, both of his hands he wakes up on the ground both <sighs> of his hands are gone and <laughs> uh, somebody like, you, finds him and takes you him and in. Samuel L. Jackson both <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't I don't like the idea that Mace Windu could be resurrected after the events of Revenge of the Sith, because to me, Mace Windu tied so very heavily into what the Jedi were, all of their accomplishments and failings during this period, that his death symbolically beginning the extinction of the Jedi Order as we know it during this period, and as we know from the current canon, it never to this day has gone back to the way it was. I just think that's too perfect. I just think it's too good. However, <laughs> however, I will say that I have been convinced by Dark Side Divas that if they bring him back, it has to be for a buddy cop show with Jar Jar Banks. Mm, uh, have you have you watched those those episodes of Clone Wars recently, Bradley? I have not. Because I have. I have. They're better than you remember. <laughs> Oh God! The the Jar Jar Binks fucks episodes are actually pretty good. Okay, I might have to go go back and watch some of these. I've 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 been telling Bradley for months now. I'm like, you really need to do a Clone Wars rewatch, dude. You haven't done it in a while. Do you want to talk about some of the voice cast? Yeah, let's do it. There's let's uh, talk some about some ones. of the voice cast on this episode. Uh, obviously, Corey Burton returning as Count Dooku. Uh, we have Terrence T C Carson. 
uh, reprising his role from The Clone Wars as Mace Windu. Uh, he was in Final Destination 2. He's the original voice of Kratos in God of War. We have Brian George playing Kiati Mundy. Uh, he was in Batman the Killing Joke, Hotel Transylvania. Can we take a break from the voice cast and talk about the Kiati Mundy's ridiculous hood, though? Covering his head, like why he covering, probably had to go to a special. Covering his head, he had to go to a special clothing store just for that hood. Like, or the Jedi had to specially make his robes for him so to cover his giant forehead. That's incredible. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Like, I'm sorry, we're supposed to be having this like beautiful moment about like transcending into the forest or whatever, and then there's Kiati Mundi with a yeah. robe that has a hood the size of the fucking like head it's it's such a ridiculous design instead of covering it like resting on the top of his head because his head is so big it comes down like over his forehead it's just weird it just it takes me out of this this moment like so much it's just i had to point that out because it was hilarious moving on samaj is being voiced by terrell tilford looks like is this person's name They've been in Days of Our Lives. They were in Serenity. They were the news anchor in Serenity. So for my sci-fi fans out there, Senator Larrick is being played by Theo Rossi. Theo Rossi has been in uh, Sons of Anarchy, been in Luke Cage. Those are the things that I see here that I recognize him from. And then finally, the guard is being voiced by Andrew. I am so sorry. I'm going to do my best with this line name. Casino? Casino, I think is how we pronounce that. Uh, He is a Star Wars veteran, actually. Uh, He has been in Star Wars Visions. uh, And he's also Saw Gerrera in The Bad Batch. Let me see if he's also Saw Gerrera in The Clone Wars. I'm curious now. Oh, he's in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. I'm just going down the page. uh, Just seeing what other Star Wars stuff he's been in. Yes, he was he was Saw Gerrera in Star Wars The Clone Wars 2. So that's who's voicing our little guard. He's got a little voice cameo. And then he was uh, previously married to Vanessa Marshall. Really? <laughs> so that's interesting. That is an extreme. Okay, we're not going to get into that. I was going to say that's going to that's taking us down a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down, but that was just a I'm weird not fact. Going down there, no. I'm, I can't go down that rabbit hole yet. I have to I have to go down it later. So I want to talk about the two characters, Samaj and um, the guard, because okay. these guards, one, outfits are fabulous. And then two, Samaj has these golden nails like on his outfit that are so pretty that like, you're just like, they're like little wolf, uh, weapon X, you know, Wolverine claws on his nails. And it's perfect for the outfit. <laughs> Everything, I love like basically everything design wise that happens with Star Wars pre Phantom Menace because it gets to be all this like, it gets to be this like extravagant golden age, like, yeah, it's just very beautiful, wild stuff. Um, And I love it. I love that's part of the thing too about the High Republic is because High Republic's got the same thing going on. It's so vibrant and colorful. Mm -hmm. I, I just love it. I love how it, it lets him, because once we get into the Empire, it's always so gray and dull and everything's run down because it's awful. And the sequel era is still kind of trying to figure out what its aesthetic is. It's still like working that out. But pre-Phantom Menace stuff, no, they get to go absolutely apeshit. You, you haven't seen any of the leaks from the Acolyte set, right? I've kept you away from those. I mean, I 
couldn't help but notice there were a few things online that I may or may not have looked at because it's so fucking cool and I had to look. Right. Same deal. Same deal with what we've seen of the Acolyte too. Yeah. Like the costuming and the design and things. It's going to be really interesting. But yeah, all this pre-Phantom Menace stuff. I love when pre-Phantom Menace stuff just gets to go like absolutely gaudy and beautiful with it. So you brought up Kiati Mundi earlier. Um, I know there's a couple He's also in this. I was going to say, some reason. there's a couple other Jedis in the crowd or whatever I thought you might want to bring up. Not You don't have to, because they, they don't talk, so we don't have to talk about who voices them or anything, but you could talk about some of the people who are yeah, in the Yeah, let crowd. me pull up the episode and, and see if I can if I can spot some people. Spot a few people. Um, somebody just... who doesn't have a character, I don't think has a character name, um, that stood out to me only because, obviously, we've been watching House of the Dragons is the one uh, woman with the white dreadlocks. And I was like is uh is she from a particular house by the sea like she looks like uh, is she a valarian she looks like a well let's have a look let me see yeah oh i i love those those white dreadlocks though that is absolutely beautiful right let's see and if i, I can like, see some that? of the people who are who are in this funeral scene yeah the only one i recognize off the bat is i see plo Koon, uh Bundy. I don't recognize the uh, Sessa 10, I think is there. I don't recognize anybody else. There's that two I'm just more seeing as I'm watching the scene play out. Oh, there's Tara Sanube. Yep. I can see Depa Balaba. There's a better shot. Um, but that seems to be for the most part, the recognizable Jedi that are there. I don't recognize any of the others. There's one more at the very end when they're walking away for a hot second, a little old lady that we all know and love. Oh, there's Jocasta new. Yep. Yeah. That was everybody that I recognized as being right. in this episode. It's uh, just a lot of random people, but I thought it was nice that they threw in a few that we would notice. Maybe, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll learn more about them later. You never know. Maybe they're important later on. Maybe they're important later. Yeah, I've I've double checked Wikipedia, and Wikipedia it just say Yoda appears in this episode. He might be uh, in the funeral scene. I think he's in the funeral scene. Yeah, I might have missed him when I was leafing through looking for Jedi Depa Balaba. Yeah, they they don't identify any of. I love those those other Jedi's designs though, particularly the one standing next to Mace Windu. I would like to. What is what is their deal? What is their story? I want to see them in things, please. Yeah, like why not? Maybe they uh, they have a dragon that they ride. You know, funny you should mention that because that does happen in the High Republic. There is a Jedi that rides a dragon, two Jedi that ride a dragon at one point. Interesting. Well, Bradley, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? There's there's not that much here to yeah, go no, over. It wasn't too it wasn't too crazy of an episode. Um it was good overall though. I, I mean I like you said, I think I would place it slightly under the last one. Uh I think it was just not as full of stuff. It was more a little bit of action and then, you know, that it was kind of the conflict was over pretty quickly so it was a quick it's more it's a more of a character study it doesn't really have to do too much with the action stuff so yeah i think i would agree i think it was a very nice character study i think on balance i preferred the last one uh, but it's still really really good and it's an interesting look at a character and i cannot stress this enough we have not seen a lot about in visual media up to this point which is part of why i liked it just gonna throw that out there Uh, No, I thought it was good. Uh, I liked it. Definitely a nice middle chapter bridging the gap between where we saw Dooku in Justice and where we saw we're going to see him in the next episode. All right. Well, Bradley, if you want to go ahead and run the socials and we will be back later with the Sith Lord. Thank you for listening to Gold Squadron Gaze. 
Did Charles fuck something up? Send us a message at goldsquadrongaze at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at goldsquadgaze. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at goldsquadrongaze. Subscribe to us on YouTube at goldsquadrongaze, where we post the podcast as well as exclusive content. Please join us next week and every week for more of Gold Squadron Gaze. 